0: What is up, everybody? My name is Adam, and I am on welfare. Today's podcast, we're going to talk about being a peacemaker and not a peacetaker, how important bringing peace is in recovery, and a couple things to do in some verses to make sure that we are lined up with peace and being filled with peace at all times, Once again, I just want to thank you guys for even listening to this. Uh, Let's get right into it. So, it is Tuesday. Um, I hope you guys are all having a good week. Mine's going good so far. Um, Work's going good. Just had my birthday last week. I turned 41. So, yes, I am very, very old. Um, But I like it. I have no problem being this age. Um, I've been retarded all my life, and today I feel like I'm not as retarded as I used to be, so that's good, so bring it on, 41, gray hair, got some gray in my beard, I mean, it's cool with me, right? I don't even want to dye it, I want to go like all gray, because I feel like at that point, you look kind of like, uh, like a gentleman, like you know, like refined, like you know what's up, you know what I mean? And... I've always been told that gray brings wisdom and I need all the wisdom I can get. So, uh, bring it on old age, I'm down with that. And plus, my wife seems to like it. She's cool. She likes gray in my beard. So uh, you know, she's a little bit younger than me. So, well, I threw that out there. She's only a couple months younger than me, but I like to just say that so it sounds uh like she's like young. So it's cool for both of us. <laughs> um anyways, my uh my 16 year old he had his birthday a couple weeks ago and then my 14 my 13 year old now but about to turn 14 is uh turning 14 next week so we are going to vegas we went there last year um he likes to go there for his birthday there's this place he's real into guns um he is honestly (laughs) like the best marksman that i've ever seen like I've been around a lot of people that can shoot. And this kid is incredible. I mean, he will teach you to shoot. He knows every safety tip. He knows how to handle a gun. He knows all about the gun he's shooting. He knows how to dismantle the gun. It is insane what he knows. He could tell you anything, especially like World War II weapons. That kid knows everything. So there's a place in Vegas and, uh, you can go there and shoot any type of gun that you want. So you could get, like, a World War II package Well, they'll give you, like, every gun that was shot in, like, World War II, you know, well, pretty much, right? So, like, Japanese, German, American, um, so you could go and shoot a saw there. You could shoot a lot of, like, heavy machine guns. And it's ran by military, um, guys. So they... They teach you right, they'll hold your shoulder for you. You know, it's done in like the crazy safe environment. I think you can rent like a tank there and shoot it if you want to. Like it's crazy. So anyways, we're going there and it's it's awesome to watch just him just enjoy it. Like he truly enjoys that stuff. And uh, me and him will go to the shooting range quite often and um, you know, and, and shoot. And it's, it just, he gets so into it and he knows more than most of the grown men around him. And I, I watch him when he pulls his gun out, he always checks the chamber. You know, he's, he's very um, aware of himself and aware of what he's doing when he, when he has guns around him. And and then I'll look over the next bay and there'll be some like guy like older than me, like, you know, who I could tell doesn't even know what he's doing and kind of scares us. And uh, it's just a trip that, you know, my son is smart and that, is honestly my 14 year old my young guy that's that's gonna be his blessing and his curse is nine times out of ten he's the smartest one in the room and he knows it and he'll tell you it (laughs) and and um i think that's what's beautiful is because me and him are a lot alike we have a lot of the same angst and stuff and now that i'm like figuring out my stuff i can show him you know and, and show those boys that this is okay to be them. So, um, you know, I always like talking about and the boys before we get into it. But let's, let's get into it today. So, peacemaker, not a taker. I've been praying lately and, and praying and praying. And, and I've, I feel like that's what God's really telling me in my life right now to focus on. Because I can rob myself of peace and you of peace and everyone around me in a moment's time, in a blink of an eye. So if I'm not plugged in, and especially, and now when I say plugged in, I mean a true relationship with Jesus, a connection with him, waking up in the morning, spending that time together and talking to him throughout the day. If I'm not doing that, if I'm not talking to my sponsor, if I'm not being around other men that are, you know good influences on me if I'm not uh going to meetings if I'm not going to church all those things man when that plug when you pull that plug from the wall when you pull it from the power source right dude you better look out I'm gonna rob a lot more than peace from you I'll tell you that much <laughs> see when I ran a my drug of choice caused me to do a lot of crazy things um uh, a lot of crazy things. Um, A lot of weird, violent things. A lot of, you know, a lot of just being a dirty scumbag thief. And um, because to keep fueling my drug habit. And anyways, so today I try to not be a taker of anything. And I do not want to steal joy and peace from people. I wanna bring it. So I believe one of my greatest gifts in recovery, and you guys have heard me say it before, one of them is the ability to be present. That That is awesome. But the other one is the ability ability to have peace in all situations. So you run amok your whole life, you're, you're crazy, you do stuff. All of a sudden you find God, you change. Well, how do you really show people? You know, you could talk with your mouth all you want. But to me, bringing peace is the best way to show Jesus. You know how many times in my life I have seen people that situations are crazy, but they stay unshaken, and they're worried about others, and they're being kind, and everything could be falling apart around them, but they have such a peace. How many people in your life have you seen throughout your life where you're like, man, that dude just has such a piece. What is it? And we've all heard it. We all want to be those people. But that's the key. But that's how you show your change and your recovery. You don't tell people you've recovered. When they see you, man, Adam doesn't get all weird today. Adam doesn't react the same. He doesn't jump right in the same. He's... He's peaceful. When a situation happens and other people around you are getting all crazy, are you jumping right in? Now, now I want you guys to hear this. I am guilty of participating sometimes in chaos. And when I do today, I cannot stand it. And I have to repent. You know, I I, I will sometimes, you know, just like any of us. I will jump right in, man. Okay, you want to burn it down? Let's go. Let's burn it. You know, because that was my mentality my whole life. I'm going to do whatever I do. The consequences, I could care less. And it's true. I really did not care about consequences. My actions showed it. Today I do. I care about. But I care about what my walk looks like and bringing others so that they can have what I have. And so, we have to be peacemakers. That is, so in the Bible, Matthew 5, 9, you know, and we read this, especially CR, this was, you know, a big thing in CR, um, you know, bless it and all that stuff. We, uh, CR like to always say these things and you get so caught into just kind of saying them, you don't really stop and, and think about it like you should and bless it. Matthew 5, 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Dude. Being a peacemaker. Bringing peace where you go. Not activating off of fear like we used to. See, my whole life I ran off of fear. Today when something happens, um, there's this funny story. So, um, I don't know. It was like a year or two ago. We were at... um, we like this Korean barbecue plate. We like Korean barbecue in my family. But there's, like, only one decent place in Lancaster. And so we were there, and it was, like, right around the time we are having, like, a couple earthquakes, like, I think that day. And so my wife just gets freaked out. Like, earth, her and her mom just, like, earthquakes just freak them out. And so um, we're sitting in there, and we're sitting with the boys, and we're, like, cooking food, and we're all having a good dinner. It's just me bringing the boys. And... It starts to shake, you know, starts to shake. Everything starts going for a little bit. And Bree looks at the boy, she's like, oh, all right, let's run outside, get up, come on. And I'm like, no, boy, stop. And they just looked at me. It's gonna be okay, look at me. It's gonna be okay, Brie, just sit right here. Just give it a minute. And it calmed down, it went. Everyone else was still, like, I think everyone was drunk in the place. So I don't even think they noticed. And they were, like, all thinking it was, like, fun roller coaster or something. And But if we would have just go running out there and running in the chaos, for one, you can get hurt, right? For two, though, it shows my boys to just kind of, you know, freak out and run from things. And not, not that Bree was doing anything, you know, trying to. But that's, that's her job. She's a woman. She's going to get a little more hyped up. And my job is to bring the peace, to be like, no, just calm down. It's going to be okay, you know, and, or I could step right into a situation, freak out too. And then all of a sudden we're all running out of the building, like a bunch of freaking banshees screaming. And then my boys emotions get all up, you know, that's how it is in, in your house. Someone's not doing something you want to do. Someone's acting like a jerk to you. Are you going to bring peace? Or are you gonna jump right into that? Because that's what's going to show God. When there's a situation and someone's mad at you in front of people or someone gets weird, how do you respond? Do you jump right in or do you bring peace? Because I guarantee the time you bring peace, that's what people are gonna see. And they're gonna say, man, he or she doesn't freak out. They don't get all weird, like they don't, they're not afraid of politics. They're not afraid of the world ending. See, that's what I don't get about Christians today. I don't understand why these fools, and they are fools, are jumping right into all this madness and all this fear. And, oh, yeah, the world's getting so bad. It's getting so evil, brother. It's just so evil. Oh, my God. And it's crazy. And Biden is going to sink our ship. And, dude, I hear Christians talk about it all the time. Where's the peace in that? There is none. But what about, see, when people ask me about politics and stuff, especially the guys at work, I go, well, for one, I'm a felon, I can't vote. For two, that's not my thing. I'm not into that because I know God's gonna be all right and God's gonna take care of us. And He already has this whole thing figured out and He already has it planned out, and all I could do is pray and pray and pray. And that's it. I'm not worried. And then people are like, whoa, dude, you're not all freaked out. You know, one thing I think today, um, my mother and father-in-law, I've said it before, they, they were really tough to kinda, it's not like I tried to win them over, but to even, cause everything that happened and everything we all went through, you know, they, they pretty much hated me. And today it's not like that. We actually get along really good. And um, I think a lot of it is because, My mother-in-law likes to like kind of react to things and kind of freak out. And Bri and I try to give her peace, like, okay, calm down, it's gonna be okay, we're gonna work it all out, it'll be fine. And I noticed that with that, it's kind of built that relationship up. And my wife is a lot like her mom, and so it's super easy for her to jump into these fears with her mom, but she doesn't. And that's why her mom and dad go to her for everything, like she's the parent. And I think that's what people see in our life today is the peace. You know, my parents say they see it too. And that's, that's beautiful, man. So we gotta be a peacemaker. But how, how do we do that? How do we get this peace? Where does this peace come from, right? It comes from God. It comes from reading your word, from going deeper, you know? It's, if I'm out of peace, I'm out of whack. I guarantee I haven't read in a while. I haven't, uh, I'm not focusing on him. I'm not focusing on others. You do those simple things, constant contact with Jesus, read your Bible and help others. And I guarantee you'll have peace. I guarantee it's simple recipe, simple recipe in, um, uh, I love Romans twelve eighteen, And this is, this is what's, what's awesome. If possible, so far as it depends on you. Live peaceably with all. I love how he says, I love Paul, man. I just love the way he words things and the way he writes. He's so, you get to see his true human nature in it. That he's just a man, right? If possible. Not saying, hey man, no matter what, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta gotta live. Because sometimes it's just impossible. Sometimes it's just impossible. But it says, as far as it depends on you. So depending on me, meaning I can only control myself. So if you're going to get crazy, depending on me, I cannot get crazy with you. But if you're going to choose to still get crazy and be a weirdo and hate on me and, and, and make everything a living hell, then that's your choice. That's what he's saying as far as it depends on you, if possible. And I love how I've seen people twist this verse. They're like, well, it's, you know, it shows right there that sometimes you just got to get crazy. And so, so, you know, even Paul understands. No, he's not saying that. He's not saying for you. He's just saying as, as long as it depends on you, you control yourself. But if the other person is getting weird and making things unpeace, unpeaceful, there's nothing you can do. If possible... So far as it depends on you, live peacefully with all. Some people, you just can't. You can't control people, but you can control you. And that's the thing in recovery, is all we can do is control ourselves. Peace is a very, very big piece to this puzzle in recovery. Because we didn't have peace for a long time. We sure as heck didn't bring it. So today, when you get sober and you get recovery, peace is very important to me. It's a very big deal, and so when I get out of peace, I hate it, because I was out of it so long, man. And I do not want to steal peace from anyone, and nor am I going to let it get stolen from me. So let's bring it everywhere we go. Let's be happy, dude, bring some joy. I don't know about you guys, but man, I've been through some crazy crap. I'm not going through it today. Even this little life stuff that happens, and trust me, me and my wife have life. We ha- It comes at us full for it. Every day there's something. I have a dog that just ran into a Harley the other day and almost killed himself a couple weeks ago. Right? We had to rush him into a place. Had to pay the guy's stuff to get his Harley fixed, you know? I got freaking teenagers who go through stuff and have emotions. And, you know, <laughs> sometimes I walk in the room they act like they don't want to talk to me. And then next minute they're my best friend. And, you know, we... uh you know, we got family members with health problems and, you know, I mean, it's it's going. Life is going. But I want to bring peace into all those situations. You know, something happens with my son or maybe, like I said, maybe he's not talking to me. I have a choice right there. What's wrong with you? What's up with you, dude? Don't, you know what I mean? Why are you not talking to me? You could say hi to me. I could get all jumpy and up in his face or I could just be loving and kind and a little funny with them bring some peace those little boys teenagers are going through crazy stuff man you know instead of saying my wife you know (laughs) sometimes I feel like Brianna will have like a little bit of attitude and she says she doesn't so she probably doesn't but I just judge it as she has an attitude so with that I will I'll get one or start saying you know oh you do have an attitude blah 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 when instead I can just bring peace and be like, oh, hey, and not even bring it up and just be even extra loving. You know, all those things make the difference. That's what we have to be striving towards. I believe that's it, you know? We can't get caught in in anything else but peace. And how do we bring peace today? We read, we talk to Jesus, talk to God, And we help others. And that peace in us will will go out into everything we do. It will ooze out of you completely. It's crazy. uh, Another thing about bringing peace, I was talking to my wife about it this morning. We were laughing. So um, I realized something about me. So I have... (laughs) That's kind of funny to say, but uh, so it's awesome because I actually have these like epiphanies today that I never had because my head was so far up my butt, I never cared about anything or anyone else or the things I did, I, I could care less. But today, I try to really look at who I am and the things that I do and why I do them, you know? It's a very, you know, it's, it's very important to me because I want to be mindful because I want to be present, because I want to have peace, you know. Practicing mindfulness is, is huge in recovery um, because it makes you aware of who you are and what you're doing, which brings peace. And, and you know, if you're not mindful, you're not going to bring peace. You're going to actually be a peace taker, because if you're not stopping and thinking of what everyone else is doing around you and what you are doing, you're going to just trample over people, you know. I um. I was able to watch somebody this weekend that uh, a friend of a good friend of ours brought around, and uh, I was just watching this guy talk and kind of watching his his get down a little bit. Um, for one, I'm I'm uh, a little protective of the people that are close to me, so when when they invite someone in, I I kind of look you know to see what's going on. Um, my wife would call it judging. It probably is. <laughs> um so anyways i call it protecting you call it judging tomato tomato you know what i mean so anyways it just sounds cooler if i say being protective than being judgy it just sounds a little more you know cool and masculine um so anyways i i'm watching this guy and i'm listening to things that comes out of his mouth and and i'm noticing he's just not even mindful he's not even aware of like who he's being what he's doing you know um I, I, I barely saw the guy for a couple hours and just noticed, you know, a lot of like selfish behavior. And so I started just thinking like, man, God, I don't want to be like that. How many times am I like that? I guarantee a lot, you know, kind of just over talking like I'm doing now <laughs> or just not uh, stopping to listen or trying to just get my point across or only talk about like what I know about, you know, so that I seem like the smartest one in the room, you know, and uh, because we all do it and all that, that doesn't bring peace, man. It brings kind of frustration and weirdness. And so I just want to be aware of that. So I was talking to my wife this morning and so I have this problem that if I know you're wrong or the way you're doing something is wrong, I want you just to at least like acknowledge that it's stupid. So, so I call it this is, 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 uh, you're serving me, um, a piece of poop, but you're telling me it's chocolate. And today it's like, I'm fine eating the poop because like God says, you got to turn the other cheek. You gotta, you gotta bring peace. Right? So I'm fine eating the poop, even though I know for a fact it is not chocolate, but you just keep telling me 100% this is a Snickers bar. And Adam, Adam, I really want you to eat it, but it doesn't smell like a Snickers bar. It doesn't look like a Snickers bar. It smells and looks like poop. But I just got to eat it because it's the right thing. So with me, I got to learn to just, hmm, okay, and just eat the poop and go, hmm, man, this is a Snickers bar. This is the best Snickers bar I've ever had. Inside knowing, okay, this is just straight poop. It's just poop. But instead, what I want you to do is I want you to acknowledge to me, if I'm gonna eat the poop, I want you to say, look, I know I'm trying to tell you it's a Snickers bar, but look, we both know it's a piece of poop. Can you please just eat it? And then I'm more apt to be like, oh, okay, thanks for acknowledging that it is poop with a Snickers wrapper on it, and I'll go ahead and eat it now. (laughs) I know this is the worst, weirdest analogy in the world, but it's the truth, it's the way my brain works. So then I want to prove to you why you're like, I'll do your idea like this, this guy at work, right? And this, this door company, and he's trying to explain to me why he has us measure the doors and everything. And I think it's just, in my mind, I think it's just laziness and trying to put it on us, right? So at the end of the day, I, got I still have to have us measure the doors, but I want him to at least just acknowledge that it's stupid. <laughs> And it's like, why do I have to do that? It's ego. It's pride. That's not being peaceful. That's not bringing peace. That's puffing my chest up and saying, yeah, I'll do it, but you're wrong. And I need you just to admit that this is stupid, you know? And it's why? Why do I have to have that? Because my ego. And see, my ego helps me not bring peace at all. When my ego gets involved, man, I don't care how you feel. At all, I'm going to get brutal and mean because you hurt me. You hurt my ego. You know how many times things, you know, will happen and, you know, my, my wife might do something like offensive on accident or, you know what I mean? And I have the choice to bring peace or get crazy. And I've done both and I try to do the other side now, but don't get me wrong. I've, I've done that. And that's, that sucks, man, when I could have just brought peace to that poor thing and grace. You know, because we all need it and we all deserve it. So what are you doing today? Are you being a peacemaker or a peacetaker? Are you running into situations and, oh yeah, let's talk about the presidency and let's talk about the end of the world and, you know, this? Yeah, dude, God doesn't want you talking about that. He could care less about that crap. Or are you bringing peace and joy? And people go, man, dude, Ever since Adam got saved, he's like happy and kind and he'll do anything for you. Sorry, I burped right there. <laughs> and he'll do anything for you. You know, when people are asking you to do something, are you doing this? Oh, well, you know, well, why can't they do it? Or what about Jimmy? Why, you know, I did it last time. What about Jimmy? Or, you know, uh, I wish other people would help. Or you going, yeah, dude, I would love to. Let's do it. Hey, Adam, can you do this? Or, hey, Adam, could you do that? Could you meet me here? Yeah, dude, for sure. I mean, if I can't, I can't. I'm not going to physically. But if I can heck yeah, let's do it, dude. But you know how many Christians I hear hymning, uh, well, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess so. Uh, that's horrible, dude. Why do people act like that? We should be the first ones up, the first ones to respond, the last ones to go to bed, and we should make things happen every day and bring peace into every situation. He doesn't say to go half a mile. He says when asked to go one mile, you go two. Meaning when you go out to dinner, what are you tipping them? What are you tipping the people? See, everyone in Jesus wants to talk about a lot of people in Christianity, what you get. Oh, God, I heard some crazy guy on YouTube going off about, you know, if you send money to him, God will make you a millionaire. You know, and I've heard that preaching from the Copelands and all that crap my whole life, man. And it's just insane. But what you don't hear, and you hear it from a couple people. And, and one lady I love uh, amazingly, Joyce Meyer, she, she talks about a lot Um Is when you're going places what are you doing when when you're at a restaurant and and that that lady serving you you know are you freaking tipping her especially if she's the worst ever have you ever had the worst waitress in the world you don't know what's going on with her day she could have just got slapped up by her husband left abandoned kids are going crazy you have no clue that young kid that's maybe not forgets to come back with your drink, you don't know what's in his head. So do you not tip them or do you tip them more? Do you go the extra mile? Are you the one that lets everyone else through and everyone ahead of you in line? Or do you make sure you get in line to get out quick? Because I'm telling you right now, all that little stuff matters. That's how you show Jesus, not with your stupid, fat mouth. It is the actions that you do. We have to be the ones that go the extra mile. We have to be the peacemakers. So anyways, thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. Once again, if you are struggling with active addiction in any form, please reach out to me. My email is all over this stuff. If you are a woman and need help, um, please reach out to my wife. And uh, we will get you the help that you need. We will be there right with you. And we will help you through this fight. I'm praying for everyone who might be listening to this. And all of you guys that are friends and family, I'm constantly praying for you. If you need anything from Bria and I, Our doors are always open. We will always be here for you guys. You cannot do this alone. Remember, be humble, work hard, and I love you guys.